This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. First and foremost, we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity. And we want to thank you guys for always listening in and making the show what it is today. Guys, we are so excited about this show today because we have some great guests. We have a husband and wife team, Victoria Chalaya and Rico Stoll from YouTube's Naughty Styles. Guys, these guys started a YouTube channel back in 2015 where they're touring and showing beautiful boats and yachts, liveaboard yachts, ranging from as little as $100,000 to millions and millions of dollars. They themselves live on their own yacht, and they lived on their yacht with their wonderful dog, Marco, who this show is dedicated to. Before we introduce them, we want to make sure that Anthony did his homework. And he studied his nautical lingo. Anthony, did Come you study on. your nautical lingo? I don't know nautical lingo. Well, I told you we were going to have Victoria and Rico on the show. So it's very important that you did your nautical lingo. So, so I'm, I'm just supposed to assume to, I, I got to morph into somebody nautical just overnight. I gave you a homework. So I'm going to test you. Anthony, what's a stern? When someone's angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nautical. Not the nautical. The nautical. Oh. <laughs> No, and it's oh for one. It's the back of the boat. It's the back of the boat. Okay, what's the bow? What's the bow? After of when you? (laughs) No, no. I think it's the front of the boat. It's the front of the boat. I I keep forgetting we're doing. Uh, I keep forgetting we're doing nautical terms. Okay, what's the salon? Three get here then. <laughs> no man, it's the living room of the boat. The salon is the live. The living room is called see, a salon. Guys, nautic, nautical, nautical lingo is completely different. It's it's not the same. So it's just not the same. So okay, okay. what's a ensuite? Oh, it's from some real nice hands of chocolate. No, but they're but on a boat. No, wrong again, wrong again. I'm pretty sure it's a bathroom off of the master bedroom. But you know what, guys? I'm not too sure about this stuff either. So why don't we go to commercial? And when we come back, we're going we're gonna to ask the professionals all this stuff and find out more about liveaboard yachts and also living with your dog or your pet on a boat. So uh, when we come back, we'll get it all together. Okay? Stay tuned. We got a great show. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Hey guys, welcome back to Groomer Humor. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest today. We have Victoria Chalea and Rico Stoll from Naughty Styles. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for yeah, having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. We're so excited about this show because, again, you know, as we talked, you came up on my recommend. And uh, at first I saw, you know, naughty styles. I'm like, oh, what could this be? You know, a little naughty and boats. Okay, also very, very cool. So uh, needless to say, we clicked on it and uh, we've been binge watching you for the longest time. But we want to get a little personal, if you don't mind, because we know that Rico's a DJ, right? We all know that about Rico. And I'm just wondering, you know, did, you know, Victoria enter the club one day and I don't know, just say, you know, who's the DJ, you know, (laughs) was Rico just kind of like ready to drop a beat and say, yo, that girl right there, I'm going to buy a boat with her someday. What's her name? How did you guys meet? Oh, God. Uh, So Rico's cousin actually introduced us and we met on the movie set, uh, TV set, actually, TV show. And Rico was running lights and sound for the location that we were shooting at. And I was acting in the TV show and his, you know, was at lunch and his cousin just introduced us. And we um, finally, when we went out like two weeks later, Mm -hmm. I think we went out on our first date. Wow! It was like a lunch date and we basically closed the restaurant. They kicked us out. (laughs) we <laughs> were there for so long <laughs> yeah and um it was it was kind of interesting because he gave me like this mixed cd when we said bye right yeah so. we're saying bye he was like hanging on to my car he didn't want to admit it and then he gave me his mixed cd like a cd from not mixed cd for me or anything just a basically a recorded set from you know from um, one of the clubs, one of the clubs. Yeah. and i love electronic music i you know it's just a big thing for me so for like 10 days i didn't listen to it because i totally liked him and i like we clicked and we had such a connection and i was like which is like what if what if i just absolutely like he has like a weird taste in house music and it's just what if it sucks like what is he's just bad you know and so for 10 days i didn't listen to it and then nothing we kept like talking and texting and then one of my friends who i went to like a whole bunch of raves with and you know it's like my basically my clubbing buddy he was like, so what's up with this DJ guy? You know, like, are you going out with him again? I said, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I like him. But like, he's like, well, did you listen to his, his stuff? I said, no, I'm just like so nervous. I don't, what if I, what if I hate it? He's like, <laughs> I'll just please listen to it. So I did. I I put it in my car and it was like 15 minutes in. And I was like, this is weird. We literally like the same music. It's wow. just crazy strange same style of music like same type of house music and yeah and from that point and finally won. i was able to get a second day. yeah <laughs> right and you and you you definitely weren't hanging on to the car right rico no no, I, no. I, might, I might have leaned against it that's resting that's just resting that's resting that's resting that's resting thank you yeah so yeah you. so we didn't meet at the club yeah, but that was kind of it and then i went and saw him djing and yeah from yeah. that point it was quick Well, you know what, guys, we love a good love story. And that's why we asked the question, because here's the thing. And I think I speak for a lot of your viewers and being a viewer myself, it really shows through on your YouTube channel. It really does. You know, just your your chemistry together, your connection, your, your respect for one another when you're doing your YouTube channel, it really, really shows through, honestly. And it's not just the boats, the yachts, the boats, they're beautiful. But I think 
a lot of people are watching you guys. So keep doing that because it really is. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for adding that. out all. Thanks for adding out all the bickering and stuff. I you got it. it. You got <laughs> it. You got to put them in the outtakes. You got to put yeah. them in the outtakes. Yeah. Just be careful when you press record. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do make him look real good in the videos for sure. Rico's the man. <laughs> I think he's cute. I think he's adorable. I'd sail with him anyway. Thank day. you. You know Thank what? You. Listen, if you're gonna sail with anybody, you want it to be Rico because I know that you know. If you and me had a yacht, we're going to need your cell phone number because when yeah. we buy our yacht, you're going to be getting that call in the middle of the night. Yo, Rico, uh, it's not starting. <laughs> and I'm sure the answer yeah. is going to be something like, yeah, hey, Rudy, why don't you press the start button? And it's yeah. going to be like, oh, you know what, Rico, it did. It's sorry to bother you. Say hi to Victoria. You're making fun of it. I've done yacht maintenance and management for, I don't know how many years now, eight years or something, or maybe a little longer. I've received plenty of these calls. <laughs> oh, good. Of course you have. Of course you have. Yeah. So you won't be surprised when we call. That's good. Nope. <laughs> yeah, We were a little nervous about that. <laughs> but it's we also to the point that you've experienced it yourself of um, in the very in beginning, the beginning. Yeah. our journey, you know, it was oh. like, he's yeah. done some stuff. And I'm like, just call a friend who knows everything. And he's yeah. like, nope, no, no, I got no. it. I got it. I changed the part. I do all this work. And then it's still not working. It's still not working. And then turns out a simple breaker somewhere, which he didn't think exists. <laughs> no, Victoria was like, it's like, did you, this, did you check a break off? There's probably a few. So I was like, no, there's not. I'll fix it. <laughs> and I changed the whole, it was a sump pump for a shower drain. And I, I I bought the new box. I put a whole new box. In, I wired everything up. Still not working. I was like, man, like what did I do wrong? And then at some Just point, read the manual. She's like, she's like, you really sure that there's no breaker? And fair enough, of course, there was a stupid volt, twelve volt breaker panel which with push breakers. You know, you just push it back in, and fair enough, it works right away. Oh, uh, man. so and stupid! Bingo. You know. <laughs> But here's, here's the thing, like Victoria, you find stuff. One of my favorite parts of your videos is you finding the storage. Like you, you <laughs> fascinating. I get all jazzed up every time you do it because it's like it's it's like you look like you're discovering stuff the owner didn't even know was there. Yeah. I know, it's, it's, so ex it's like it splits 50 50. I, nah, it's not. It's like 40 60. I think 40% of the people, nah, it's probably 30. 30% of the people say don't open everything. Everything. And then there's like 70%. They're like, open, open, open. Yeah. And just yeah. and sometimes you really find stuff that you didn't know is there. And for us, it's, you know, we don't, we pre-tour the boat, I would say like 75% of the time, we will look at it Quickly, real quick yeah. just to see which way we're going to tour it because we pretty, we do like one take, you know, kind of like you really? guys do with podcasts and maybe yeah. just a little bit of what you see in outtakes, but that's it. Like literally mm -hmm. our outtakes and that is pretty much the video. We don't do many takes or, you know, nothing. So we like that element of surprise and real and we try not to pre-tour stuff and yeah so sometimes and you know I, I i was on the boat where the broker did us gave us a quick tour and then i found an extra head an extra toilet an extra wow. bathroom he didn't yeah. know existed. he didn't know it was there that's fascinating that is the see, that's what, listed that's what we mean. the boat yeah i didn't know that it had whatever three heads instead of two wow. which is crazy it had, it had like a hidden door. It was kind of like a hidden door. Yeah, it's. I was. I was almost joking and exaggerating that you that you would find stuff the owner doesn't know is there, but it's, that's real. 
we literally did the tour. I walked out and I said, I found you another bathroom. He starts laughing. I said, no, really, I did. I found you one more. He's wow. like, oh, oh, there goes my uh, oh. <laughs> my little ears. Uh, uh. I need these. Can you get yeah. me these? Well, that's kind of hard with both of us. We got to just sit like this. <laughs> no, <it's all. laughs> you guys. Um, so, well, speaking of storage, I wanted to ask really quick for like somebody just getting into a little board entry level, entry level, is that what entry it's level. Come on, man, get your lingo. I haven't gotten all the lingo down yet. Like, how important is it for an entry level or to have some? A good storage is good storage a big problem when you're doing a, a smaller entry level type because obviously i'm assuming it's not a big problem on those million dollar yachts and stuff like that but like entry level somebody just getting into it is a good amount of storage important well it's if you're gonna live on a boat right so we have our affordable livable yacht series which you guys have seen so if you're gonna live on it storage is super important mm -hmm. because if you're gonna live and cruise which is do any kind of you know not it's so important because right. the boat everything's built in you cannot just add a dresser i mean most of the time you cannot so it's a little different when you're coming into a bare apartment and you're like okay we'll do this and then if it's missing we'll add more like you don't have that luxury it is built in so you're dealing with what's given so i think it is important depends on the climate too and you know if you're how far you're going to go with the boat so i think you also carrying things on board that you don't normally would have in your normal apartment. You have safety equipment, which you don't normally have, you know, that yeah, takes exactly store. Yeah, you have, so much, yeah. if you have water toys, you know, you just stuff that you don't normally have, you know, if you live in like a condo living, maybe different sure. than a house. But yeah, I think starch is super, super important. And it's really funny because anybody we talk to who actually lives on the boat or, you know, other YouTube channels, you know, that live on board or just people with this experience, they all always talk about storage yeah, immediately. Sure. They don't yeah. think it's ridiculous at all. It's um, it's people that um, not quite, you know, quite sure what they want to do in the boating world. They usually complain. You're like, yeah. well, you know, right. you will know once you live on it that you need it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. That's it's really important. It, it didn't occur to me that when you're living aboard, you have things like you just said that you wouldn't have in an apartment. Sure. Like I'm probably not going to bring my horror figure collection <laughs> that I have in my bedroom. I'm a little addicted to horror movies, but yeah, like that could probably you know, right be left at home. You're yeah. going to need storage for that. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Nobody right. will ever see it, but yeah, right. <laughs> it'll be there with you. Yeah, it'll be. I still have the collection. If you live in an apartment or in a house, uh, anyhow, residential living, unless you're moving, you actually don't really realize how much stuff we all have and just count paperwork, text uh, uh, papers, I mean, you know, records, like all the stuff which you maybe have in an office situation on the boat, like unless you go to a very large boat, you don't have an office, like you need right. to find space where you put it, where you put your printer, where do you put your, I mean, you know, like all these things, like so storage is super Because everything is built in. Yeah. Everything is built yeah. in, exactly. And it's, you know, most of the boats, which are more on the affordable side, they're made to spend maybe two weeks at a time or a weekend on it and not necessarily a full life. Yeah, right. Yeah, makes yeah. perfect sense. You know, that leads me into the next question, too, because in watching your channel, we learn so much, really. I mean, it's it's educational and just enjoyable. It's such an easy watch because who doesn't want to, you know, see boats? And it's just a beautiful, you know, thing to see. But I notice also that you guys do yachts that are $100,000 all the way up to millions and millions of dollars. And I think when people think yachts, they automatically assume, oh, 
I have to be a multimillionaire, but you're bringing yeah. to the, to the surface that you don't necessarily have to be a millionaire. This is affordable. And again, it's one of those things that I think I speak for a lot of people, people love about your channel and we appreciate that. And so with that being said, what should somebody do? Do they start with, you know, an entry level, like despite money, what, you know, if you have millions and millions of dollars and you can afford a big giant yacht, is it still not good to do that? Should you still kind of go in entry level just to, you know, adjust your life? You want to answer? <laughs> I don't know if we're the right people for this. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know either. It's really funny that you're asking this question because I'm actually just helping a client of mine finding his first yacht and um, we're looking up all the way to 140 feet, uh, which is, you know, we're talking like eight, nine, 10 people crew. I mean, it's like a full-blown business. It's like running a company. But in general, for everybody who's, you know, not in that position and not as, as motivated to go, that's more or less crazy. I would say like, yeah, start, uh, you know, kind of like getting getting certified, getting your bonus card, uh, which most of the states in, in the US already now require for younger people. And it's going to get phased in anyways for, for everybody to every age group at some point. Maybe get uh, certified like sailing ASA or there's other different organizations which do sailing certifications. Get your feet wet, not literally, but... Hopefully not. That's where you're at, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, learn the rules of the road, like get familiar with the whole material and start with whatever you can afford and then upgrade whenever you're ready to upgrade. I think that's how I would just get in. Just get in when, and, that's and get That's probably the most common question we get asked when we meet people at boat shows. You know, they just immediately ask us like, hey, you know, what do I do? Do I wait for my dream yacht? Do I save? Do I wait until I retire in five years and then sell my house? And, mm -hmm. and I, I always say, no, just buy what you can afford right now, because that is not going to be your last boat. It's, it's not. You will upgrade. That is a normal progression. Get what you can get right now, even if it's a little bit of an older boat, but a better build, maybe get that and just learn. Learn as much as you can. It's, there is a definitely a learning curve. Buy smart. Buy something that you're not like way over your head you know sometimes we show older like much older boats which are a great deal and it's exciting but it's also a challenge so unless you're really hands-on you could be way you know way over your head mm -hmm. so i think just get what you can what makes sense for what your level of expertise with this you know and just get experience and then eventually you will upgrade and there is no such thing as perfect boat there it doesn't exist it's like a perfect house it i don't think i mean we're building you guys know we're building a 75 foot explorer yacht right now and it is our dream boat at the moment it doesn't mean that it's going to be our dream boat in 10 years it's right now <laughs> that's what we consider our dream boat but there is no i mean as you in this all change life changes and i think just do it do it now mm -hmm. if you're mm -hmm. interested you don't know as covid showed us you don't know what life is going to be in two years so yeah. just you know just do it get a boat you can afford and and start start living the lifestyle and it could be that it's not your liveaboard at first could be a right. small boat or could be that it is a liveaboard it just really depends on on what you can afford at the moment yeah that's funny because mm -hmm. i would have completely disobeyed everything they just said <laughs> <laughs> because I, I i was trying to find the video last night so i could say the actual name of the app but i couldn't find it because i watched it like a month ago you guys went to one where the what's it called where the captain drives the boat 
Pilot House? Pilot House. Fly, yeah. Fly, oh, Pilot House. Pilot, not the flybrick. Come on, man. I'm oh, sorry, man. So in that specific yacht, and I really wish I could have found the bridge. It, yeah, the bridge. The bridge. It yeah. had this big captain's chair and three or four beautiful big Garmin screens. And I was like, if I ever get one, that's the first one I'm getting. As if I know what I'm going to crash. I'm not even going to be able to get it out of the marina because it was big. It was really big. So it's like, it's funny that I'm glad we asked you guys that because just in oh, case yeah. I ever were to buy a yacht. I'm not going to make that mistake because, of course, I go right for the one where I am overwhelmed. And it's like, oh, what's this do? I don't know. Right. But it's my yacht. See, I've, I've taught him well. He I, my know, son, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, your Meridian boat, that's my dream boat right now. That's what I want. It you know? was I'm, an awesome boat. We yeah. love that boat. It, it, it was Sad- very good to us. Sadly, they don't really build aft cabin motor yards anymore, um, as far as I'm aware, at least. Uh, and and it, I don't know when that stopped. Actually, probably like 2011, 12, or yeah, something. I maybe, think so. yeah. Uh, it's just amazing how much how much space you get for the length of the boat with a huge aft bedroom you still have, and then the big open concept in the middle. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good boat. We but, just but sold it like three weeks ago. You so. did? Oh, uh, do you miss it? Yeah. Uh, you miss it? I bet uh, you don't miss the. Room. I think it was time. You know, it's time and it went to good people that oh, we knew good. and, yeah. you know, it, uh, it, it was awesome. You don't miss the refrigerator though. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of learned to live with it towards the end. It yeah. was, you know, it's not as, I still didn't freeze ice cream, but I think, yeah. um, I think I'm excited for, for, you know, for the new and, and good fridges, Yeah, a few oh. fridges. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about what you originally said when I first answered the question as far as like credentials. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I just read this, but Victoria, you're a USCG license captain. Are you still that or did you upgrade? Yeah, we're both. Yeah, we're both. I mean, it's um, all the captain's licenses in the US are US, US Coast Guard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we both. That just means a captain's license in the United States. Um, yeah, there are different kinds in different countries. Like, you know, Britain has their own and, you know, but for US, it's US Coast Guard issues the licenses. So we we both are. Yeah, Rico's is, his tonnage is definitely a lot bigger than mine. <laughs> Rico's 200 GT Master Captain. Am I yes, correct? correct. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's right. What is the difference between those two? You know, to the layman, you know, to our audience who, you know, who's probably just going to break into your channel. What is the difference between those so two my, titles? My license is called OUPV, which basically means that... Operator uninspected vessel. Correct. It means that I can transport up to six passengers. Paying, so okay. paying, paying passengers. passengers, paying passengers. Yeah. So it is really, it co- goes to a commercial, it really applies to a commercial world, which is like if we... Uh, transport for hire Mm -hmm. so as a charter or as a taxi or however you know that there's really someone paid to be transported so mine is limited to six paid passengers and and technically it's 50 gross tons yeah Yeah, exactly and his is 200 200 gross tons tonnage and no limitation on amount of passengers um if i wanted to like you know one of these dinner cruise ships or any of these kind kind of boats I wouldn't have limitation. But it, it doesn't, the cost doesn't refer to the weight of the boat. It actually is a completely different. It refers to enclosed cargo space. So it's coming from the merchant mariners world and it's just getting applied to pleasure crafts, which is kind of like a little weird. But there is a formula how to calculate that and it kind of works out. 
you guys are you're in Europe right now, correct? You're in Italy, my homeland. Yes. Um, yeah. So Bologna. So you guys are touring Italy. I think you were in France not too long ago. Can I ask a question? Yes, okay. you can. You I want to. So like you guys are captains just of varying degrees. So like what would you know, are we like just seamen? What, what would what would what would we be? No, we be considered passengers. No, no. no if we had a rank, if we had a rank. Yeah. I don't know. I think you would be private pile. I don't know. What do you, t- what, what's the question? I, w- w- <laughs> My que- what, what would we, uh, you like, want a if, rank now? Yeah. He already wants a rank. He doesn't even know how to row a boat. He wants a rank already. You know what? You're not allowed on my fly bridge. <laughs> you know what? You're not allowed in my salon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you would apply even- for any position on a private yacht, uh, it would probably be deckhand. You would start as a deckhand. Deck- You're a deckhand. That's what, what you, you are. What do you think you are? Had mentioned that you guys are in Europe right now. You're in Italy. Yeah, we're Correct. actually in Italy. Yeah, yep. you're, you're in Italy, my homeland. And uh, you were just recently in France. And uh, so tell us a little bit how it's going. Give us some European highlights. What's going on over there? We were just at Cannes Yachting Festival, which is probably the largest Mediterranean boat show. Yeah. And uh, we're still here for a little bit. We have some meetings in Italy and we're going back to Monaco for the Monaco boat show at the end of the month. So we're spending pretty much a month here this year. Horrible. I know. We've uh, we've been eating a lot of pizza and pasta in the last <laughs> two days. It's been amazing. It's actually my very first time in Italy. I have never been to Italy. Really? Do you like it? Love it. We yeah. I can't say that we've seen a lot of it yet. We've um, we've just been like just got there. New one area trying to get some work done, but we've definitely been culinary experiencing yeah. it. And yeah. uh, oh my god, like, I just feel like the hole in a wall place, and the food is amazing. So the food is. I think my expectations were pretty high, and I was afraid that I was going to get let down a little. But it is really, really good. So I. I'm just kind of blown away by it. Every, like, everywhere we go, we order like four main dishes and the waiter <laughs> or waitresses are looking at us like, mm, you guys sure you can eat that? We're going to take the rest home. Don't worry about it. Of course we are. <laughs> That's what I would do. Definitely. Oh, we're trying everything, <laughs> yeah. like literally ordering way too much. <laughs> That's the way to do it. So as we mentioned, you guys, we are dedicating this show to Marco. Unfortunately, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yes. Okay. So Marco is very important to us as of course he was loved so much by you guys. Unfortunately, Marco did pass away a couple of months ago, right? Three months ago around. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, he passed away on Mother's Day. Mother's Day. On yeah. Mother's Day. That's yeah. Right. You had, so we're really sorry to hear that. But we want to talk about some good times with Marco on the boat. Give us like, uh, you know, a little bit of what were some of the challenges or, you know, what was Marco's demeanor on the boat? How is it having a dog, a live aboard yacht? It's so interesting. Well, as you know, like dogs are, you know, like our kids, they, they have such different personalities. Uh, when Rico and I got together, I already had a dog. I had a Chihuahua mix and Oscar and, <laughs> you know, we ended up getting Marco together and it was a, a failed foster attempt. Actually, Rico Rico adopted him before even asking me. I yeah. mean, I thought he was great, but you know, he just when he's like, oh, I adopted him already. I was like, yeah. Okay. yeah, this guy's not going anywhere. He's going to stay. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he was, yeah. So Oscar was ten years old, I think, when we got Marco. So he was, mm-hmm. you know, he was the only child for a long time. It was definitely, you know, he was with me. He was three months old and just had a very different attitude about him. And Marco was just so happy to just be loved i mean he was just yeah. the sweetest 
little guy. And um, we, you know, my Oscar was, I feel like it was a little spoiled in a way, you know, because he had so much attention and he just didn't, I feel like it was on his terms. But with Marco, he was just so happy to just have a family. And you could tell he was sweetest, sweetest. Yeah, Oscar sweetest was an aristocrat and uh, Marco was a village boy. A little bit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty funny because once we moved onto the boat, they were also different because um, Oscar was a total, total sea like wolf. sea wolf. He loved the boat. Anytime a boat took the boat out, he was standing there balancing and just mm. like loved it. And Marco was very sensitive. And when if, it got rough, he got seasick. He literally oh. gets seasick and he would throw up. And it was just, you know, hard. Not all the time, but it was for him, it was not, you know, it took time to kind of get used well, to it. the marina, he loved it. He loved the, it's funny because he loved the, the dinghy, the small boat, the tender. He loved that and didn't have any problems. No, nothing. Yeah. He absolutely, you know, like, would just say like, hey, let's go for, you want to go for a ride in a dinghy? It was like going for a ride in a car. He absolutely loved it. Yeah. But the big boat, like he had a, his experience was different. They're so different and from each other. And his experience was definitely a little different, but he got used to the boat life. Both of them. It was oh, yeah, very time. easy. I think having a boat, boat on a dog, dog on the boat mm. <laughs> <laughs> is, um, is pretty easy. I think overall people are so worried, but I think dogs naturally adapt so easily to, mm -hmm. you know, or a cat for, you know, for that matter. Like, I think they, they do really well on a boat. They get used to it. They totally realize what's going on. Most of the time people go like, oh my God, what yeah. if they fall out? Or what if they, they know what's going on. They know yeah. their comfort zones and like how, where they can go or not. Our boat was very safe. It was like pretty much like child proof in the way that it was set up. Close, right? yeah. yeah, because they're so little. And that was part of the reason we liked that boat so much. But they also never, you know, if they didn't feel comfortable to go forward, like they won't. Mm -hmm. So I feel like um, people sometimes... They say like, oh, I have two dogs. I don't think I can do the, the boat life. I don't really see it being that much of a challenge. And, you know, they got trained really, really easily and yeah, absolutely like loved it. Doggy toilet trained. But plenty of people have doggy toilets on their balconies or terraces. And, and, and when they work during the day, they leave the door open a little bit or whatever. It's, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the most asked question on our most watched video, which is the tour of our boat is where does Marco go to the bathroom? Right. So there was another video that I made and I put a little piece in there because people just kept asking me that. And did actually, you even, didn't you film him? Yeah, I actually video? filmed him. <laughs> of course I filmed you him did. because people kept asking me like, how does it work? Yeah, so, and he did that, which is shocking, you know, I mean, uh, oh, it's hilarious. And uh, he demonstrated for everybody. But yeah, he just we had a little doggy toilet and they would they were great. Both of them were really good going on it. So it was yeah. it was pretty easy. Of course, it's harder with a larger dog, but you can yeah. still do it. I think it's very much doable. That's great because it would suck for somebody whose dream is to live on a yacht, but they think they can't because they have a dog. Yeah. Right. And so right. that's yeah. And, you know, to add to Victoria, people underestimate dogs and how intelligent they are. They, you know, most of the time they know that that's water. I'm not going to jump in there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, it's important yeah. because, you know, we get a lot, you know, of course we work with dogs every day. You know, when people finally see this, that's going to be one, you know, one of the main questions, of course, where do they go to the bathroom? All of that. Now, my other question is when guys are like docked or you're in the slip, right? Do you also have a house, a land house also, or are you just 100% on the boat? 100% on the boat. 100% on the yeah. boat. Okay. Yeah. So my question would be, let's say, you know, there's a storm coming, 
you know, and maybe it's not, you know, a deadly storm or anything like that. Does the boat rock a lot? I mean, how do you deal with that? How how do the dogs deal with that? Do they get afraid? I mean, do you go on not, land? Not no? in the marina. Okay. If if you're tied up to the dock At least properly, not in where we were, like yeah, Bay, I mean, it's a huge marina. Yeah, not. Um, I mean, it, of course, if you have in Florida, and you have a hurricane coming at you. I mean, that you have bigger problems. Yeah, um, right. But right. Um, in the normal setting, that just because it's really windy, you know, you have forty knot winds, like it's fine. The, I think we had some nights where it was pretty windy, and the gusts were hitting the boat, and yeah, the boat it, it, it moves just a little, a little bit, bit, but, but in the slip, so it's, it's not. It's very safe. I don't think that do our dogs cared at all. No, I think they were just like, oh yeah, let's. No, see. the usual fears, I know, fireworks and stuff like that, but nothing yeah. really uh, weather related. No, I, okay. I, I think not at all. Marco did fall into the water once. Oh boy! Okay, <laughs> he was trying to get off the boat. Yeah, he was trying to get off the boat and he jumped. He was always kind of fearless when it came to anything, which is so funny because he was sort of sensitive, but then fearless at the same time. And so he would always jump from the dock onto the boat and then go up the stairs until he you know, got older. But um, one time we had um, the boaters were actually our boat got detailed. So they uh, moved the boat. Pulled, it, away, pulled yeah. it to one side so okay. the with the normal gap was a lot wider than usual and obviously marco didn't know that oh. and <laughs> as he was getting off the boat like i was coming down the steps and he was standing there like ready to jump and one of my friends was standing on the dock already and both of us screaming at him no don't <laughs> jump <in the> <laughs> but he's standing there and just oh. jumps completely <laughs> submerges <laughs> Like in between the dock and the boat, my friend immediately like pulled him out, and from that point yeah, he, he got wasn't, wasn't he got hesitant. Yeah. Yes, he got hesitant <laughs> to jump. Sure, um, but sure. yeah, that was definitely you know not a fun experience mm. for him. But he, yeah, he's, he's not so, deckhand so status well. yet. You know, he's not that he was a little guy. Yeah, he no, wasn't no, deckhand no. status. <laughs> well, he's got to get on my level, and he would he would have made it. Yeah. Oscar would never try it, you know, even right. though he, he would just be like, I'm not even going to attempt this. But Marco was always up for, for trying stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Oscar never had problems like that. You know, they're creatures of habits. You know, he was he was off a couple of feet. That's all. You know, he did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just a little just kind of, you know, trick them a little bit. You know what I mean? But, Same thing would have happened to me, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, oh, you guys you, would have had to pull me out yeah. after <laughs> yeah after a couple of drinks anthony's in the water oh, automatically yeah. he's going to be in the water that's why i don't want to get a boat yet because we have to you know we have to figure you out you know i'll be fine all right i'll, I'll be in the flybridge the pilot whatever okay. whatever they said it's called i forget yeah well, listen um we <laughs> the bridge the bridge the bridge exactly See? Just like yeah. I said, the pilot's bridge. Pilot's bridge. We're gonna listen. We're gonna test you. I mean, we're gonna retest oh. you because you know we, the 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 nautical language is a, a language in, in it's itself. Hard. You know, it's hard. It is difficult, but we're getting it. We're learning more and more. And you guys, if you guys want to learn more and more, please check out Victoria and Rico. Go to YouTube and just search Naughty Styles. If you guys want to learn more about boats and yachts. These are the people to learn from. Trust me. We're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more to Victoria and Rico. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends. 
leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V. And we have our very special guests today, Victoria and Rico from Naughty Styles. Definitely go and check out their channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you can go right into the description and go and check out their channel. Show them lots of love, guys. We have become obsessed, basically, with, oh, yeah. their, with their channel. We have been binge watching it for quite a while, so... As we said a couple of times in the show, this show is dedicated to Marco. They're a little, what is he, Chihuahua, right? Well, he was a, oh, he a, was a, a bundle of mixes, but yeah, we'll call him a Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it a Chihuahua. He was a, a bundle of joy. Uh, so this show is dedicated to him, and uh, I want to keep it on animals for one second. The whale kiss. Two years ago, you guys posted a video of kissing whales, and I was watching it last night. How was that? I'm so glad you're one of the very few that watched that <laughs> video that took me forever to put together. And it's one of my favorite videos on the channel. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> you do that well, huh? yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny. It's uh, we've done this three, three years in a row. Yeah. It is a true bucket list must must do in life. I truly believe if you don't experience this, you know, in your life, you're missing out on just the most incredible humbling experience yeah and um it is fantastic it's basically well um, people can watch the video oh yeah you can watch the video <laughs> yeah no, go, but, go, um, click, there is a, go watch go the click video. on it there are a couple there are a couple of like and share definitely share yeah um you can uh, just post put kiss kiss a whale naughty styles and i'm sure we'll come up and search but yeah it's um it's basically a couple of lagoons in baja california that the gray whales migrate to and every year they make this one of the longest migration journeys of, of babies, any right? yeah, any mammal and they have their calves their babies there and they raise them for a little bit there and once they're old enough to um to go back up to alaska they make that journey together um some don't make it and it's um it is a really an incredible incredible thing because you know up until 1975 we hunted them in those lagoons and pretty much drove them to extinction there was less than 200 of them left and uh, in 1975 we decided to finally get our together and start protect them and they literally came back so strong that they're over 23,000 now which is back to the original numbers mm -hmm. and the fact that they basically forgave us and the, they're called the friendly gray whales of Baja because they're so, so friendly. 
And there's certain time of the year, it's only a couple of months a year, uh, basically January to about April, where they down there and they experience, you know, you can go and see a thousand whales in the lagoon, like literally 1000 whales all around. It's a huge lagoon with a little tiny portion that is highly regulated that mm-hmm. you can go well watch in. And um, Mexico does a great job of, you know, keeping this the way it is. And the whales are completely free. No one's chasing them. They come right up to you. And All the cams are eco cams. It's an incredible experience. And the moms, the you know, they push the babies up to the boats because they want them to interact with you, yeah. which is, I can't imagine many other experiences than maybe an elephant, you know, washing yeah. baby yeah. elephant experience, which I, is on my bucket list. But um, to be so connected to such creature that could destroy you in the moment just like that it is um it's so humbling it makes you feel like the whole existence of our existence is just i don't i don't know i don't know how to describe that it just makes you feel so small and so unimportant you know in this scheme of and also when we had our boat we did even in california we did a lot of dolphin watching like california has such huge population of dolphins i think one of the top five or top three uh, um, destinations in the world where the most concentration of dolphins are like when you do that in the wild and you interact with an, with a mammal on animal in general, and you think of all these, not naming too many names, but all businesses which capture animals yes. and then have these crazy shows. And sure. um, you're kind of, you're kind of thinking like, what are, what are we thinking? Like, why are, are we doing, doing this? Sure. Like, it's, it, doing? it's, it's all there, like on their terms. And it's way more beautiful than any handstand and clap the wings kind of thing. It's just so different. Right, right. Watching them in their natural environment, you know, and uh, again, I knew that you guys would be like perfect guests because we two are animal lovers and your channel, our channel, it brings awareness, you know, it brings awareness to people. And uh, again, like, it's just, I agree with you 100%, Rico, why not, you know, observe these beautiful, gorgeous animals for what they truly are and not, you know, like you said, doing a circus act or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it just shows you if we really make effort and protect them, they can thrive and we can have this amazing interactions with them. We don't need to do it any other way. We are so powerful in our small way, you know, of uh, creating this coexistence. So it's uh, definitely check out the video. It's um, I'm proud of it. Yeah, one, one quick example of, of, I don't remember which of the three trips it was. I think it was the, maybe the last one or maybe the one before. I'm not sure. But um, we had a juvenile whale, which we named Casper because he had so many white markings on his body so he's more white than gray the friendly um, ghost <laughs> yeah the, the, the friendly ghost um so, so I mean, he spent an hour an hour hour and a half next to our panga rolling i mean spraying us i had my whole hand inside of his mouth opening wow. opening his what mouth we could see his baleen we could touch his baleen scratching was, his tongue like it was just crazy completely mind-blowing yeah, and he just didn't want to leave. You know, it yeah. just it it's it's amazing. He could have went anywhere. He didn't yeah. have to hang out with us. He just chose to hang out with us. That's so adorable. Yeah. I'm so glad I brought that video up because I could yeah. see now how important it was. Yeah. You guys have to do it. You need okay. to do this in we your will, life. Will. Yeah. Will, yeah. Whenever you whenever you decide to give us a call, maybe four we'll day go, trip. Maybe we'll go yeah. together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, four four of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 whenever we get a boat, we'll get lost. We'll need you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And then <laughs> no, no, you can't go there with your own. You can't go with your own boat because it's regulated. Yeah, you have to go with with the trip and stay in an eco camp. 
and then yeah. you go with their with the pungas with the local to go do that oh but yeah, yeah well, it's uh you said in the video it's like cut off right like uh yes it, it's an ecosystem itself i think each boat can only stay two hours in 90 minutes 90 and minutes. 16 wow. boats at the time oh, and nice. there's one operator that's allowed to come in with a bigger boat the guests stay on board and there's only one boat they anchor in the lagoon and they're the only ones so mm -hmm. you could do that journey and that's like a longer trip but if you know if even for this kind of a quick four-day experience it's it's absolutely amazing you, yeah. you must you must do that in your life pencil us in we'll go with you yeah we'll go let's with do you. it we need to plan <laughs> another it. trip I think. yeah we do need to plan another trip. yeah yeah let us know if you plan it because we'll, i want to do that that sounds amazing totally will do again guys check out victoria and rico on uh youtube naughty styles they also have a new channel that you guys launched recently uh naughty guys that's n-a-u-t-i guys do not do the g-h that's something very different it's very yeah. different so get that <laughs> I okay. that's, that's a whole actually. different that's a whole different channel i'm sure we're sending website. a lot of views to somebody uh, <laughs> th that's what i meant in the beginning you know was, okay but maybe no. they're working hard for it too you never know hey listen yeah I, you I, never I, know yeah, you know yeah, it's you know. the love i think it's yeah, i think it's great advertising it is yeah it's, it's, yeah it's smart yeah so where else can people find you so you have your youtube channel you have your other your second youtube channel you guys have instagram, uh, both instagram. instagrams we have that naughty same, styles and, uh, same handles naughty styles and naughty Rico guys that's me rico rocks stall um is his instagram with all his dj stuff and yeah i mean of course facebook and our website is naughtystyles.com mm -hmm. and we also have a nautical store that we're currently expanding with some cool merch and some cool naughty gear and that's shop naughty and the uti.com okay we're gonna post it all in the links yep. anyway so you know in case you guys uh, want to click on any of that yep definitely guys thank you thank so you we, we can't thank you enough this Victoria was so much Rico. fun thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show with us today thank you marco we had a blast yeah thank you so thank much you, you guys so and we. yeah when you when you're ready for for the boat give us a ring maybe yeah. rico can what? help you uh i might be able to help, help you the the well, right boat i think find so. the right boat i think so check we the fuse box first we check the fuse <laughs> yeah. we check all that <laughs> ouch yeah <laughs> he's like he's like the worst broker because he's literally like this is how his phone calls start he's like just gonna let you know now there's gonna be a lot of boats i'm gonna say no to i'm gonna <laughs> trust you <laughs> that that's a he's smart like, i don't broker. want you to buy a crappy boat there you go so but he uh he makes an effort he's like he it's not you know brokering is not everything he does at all so he just uh, you know he's doing it kind of a almost like a passion project because yeah. people keep asking us yeah that's, that's pretty much the best description well, um yeah we also have a patreon which we do a whole bunch of extra content as well so a lot of our patrons are reaching out and like help you know help me find the right boat so he's yeah. been doing it but yeah he's up mm -hmm. front and it's like you know i am going to be very harsh on this there's going to be good. certain brands i'm not going to be okay with and i'm just going to be very honest if i see a problem i'm going to tell you don't buy this boat yeah. so yeah but definitely reach out to us when you guys are ready we of will of course yeah. guys yeah. thank you again so much yep thank you guys you're so welcome yeah thank we're so you thanks guys. for having us oh absolutely of course yeah, anytime we, we, we loved it yeah yeah so thank you see so you later. much so that's going to wrap up the show guys a big big thank you again to victoria and rico for coming on don't forget to go down into the description if you're watching on youtube check out all their social media links go and show them some love also don't forget to subscribe to us coming by rudy you can leave a like comment share and subscribe we want to hear from all of you guys you could also like coming by rudy on facebook follow coming by rudy on instagram and twitter it has been an absolute pleasure as always take care of yourselves and your pets let's talk pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.